Good morning, Nalissa. Good morning, Ronaldo. Thanks so much for chatting to us this morning on Cape Talk. Thanks for having me. So uh, let's take a look at, um, uh, I, I gave a massive intro as to what's actually happening in Yanga. And I said, it's very t- very easy to, to actually speak about these things and shrug it off if you don't understand what is actually happening um, on the ground in the community. But before we get to that, um, your passion for being involved um, in wanting to drastically curb crime in Yanga, as well as increase community involvement, um, comes from an incident that you personally witnessed. Um, I know it's not always um, um, good to speak about the things that you've experienced, especially if it's violent things, but take us back to that moment. Um, yeah, um, my my father's home where I grew up is in Nyanga. Um So one afternoon we were there, my sisters and my brothers, um, and yeah, we had a commotion. Two ladies burst into the house, and we're like, "Okay, what is happening?" And then it turned out that they were being chased um, by a few guys. Um, my brother went. One of my brothers went outside to look what was happening, and as he turned the corner, just right, right outside our house, the guy these ladies were with was being shot. I mean, he got shot, and he died right there. So. Um, yeah, so it was quite obviously an, uh, an unsettling event, and it was not the first time um, I had come close to um, to a gun incident in, in, in Yanga. Mm. The sad thing is that, like you said, it's not the first time. And uh, for many people staying in Nyanga, this becomes a daily reality. Now, I, I did mention that you are petitioning for another police station in Nyanga. How will having a second police station assist in reducing crime? And uh, I especially want us to discuss this because, as I mentioned earlier, many people don't grasp actually what's happening. I think for me, the police station is one of many interventions that are needed in the area. Um, but the state of the current police station, as is, is that it's under-resourced. Um, and, um, it, yeah, it's, it's an issue because the rate of crime is high in the area. And I think also the second thing is that um, originally that police station only serviced the younger area, like, originally originally before 94 um and areas there's a few other areas that have kind of sprung up over the last 20 25 years yeah. around younger so the resources have not you know kind of increased even though the population in the area has so obviously that's a challenge um immediately because that one police station is having to now serve such a, a wide community of people um so from that perspective, for me, uh, a second police station, I mean, seems very logical. Mm. Now, you said the, the, the police station not being the only uh, intervention or, or, or solution to the, to the crime problems in Yanga. What would the other solutions be? I don't have all the answers, but <laughs> um, <laughs> I actually don't have all the answers. But I think um, there are many challenges that face the community, many young people who are unemployed, Drugs and alcohol are an issue. Teenage pregnancy is an issue. Um, overpopulation is an issue. So, um, you know, so there are different levels of interventions required for all those different things. Yeah. Um, and I think, and I think it needs more than just the community of Nyanga. It, it, you know, we're all community together. So mm. when you know one 
sector of the community is not able to make it, we should be able to um, to help out. Mm. You are tuned into Cape Talk with myself, Ronaldo Sharp. It's about 16 minutes past 12 o'clock. Uh, we are talking about... Um, uh, Nelissa, who's petitioning for another police station in Nyanga. If you have any thoughts or questions, feel free to phone in 021-446-0567 or send me an SMS 31567. Um, taking a look at the um, uh, stats with regards to Nyanga being declared the murder capital for five years straight, what are your thoughts on this? Um, I mean, it's, it's for me, it's mind-boggling, really, because I would assume that um, if a one particular area keeps being at the top, surely there should be some sense of asking uh, or wanting to investigate what the issue is behind that. Mm. So for me, it doesn't make sense that you know the Minister of Police comes out every year, reads out the same thing, and there's no, you know, there's no, there's nothing that happens in terms of wanting to find out what is the reason behind that. Um, you know, I had a quite a rather concerning experience uh, last towards the end of the year last year when members of the security cluster um, came to an Ibiza in Nyanga. So that included the Minister, uh, Deputy Minister of Police, the Acting Police Commissioner, um, Deputy Minister of Security, Deputy Minister of Correctional Services, yeah. who were in the community to engage with, with the community on various issues, as well as give feedback um, from a previous abuser that had happened in 2015. What was concerning for me was the acting police commissioner is there. You are there in the murder capital of the country, and you are there with the community. I mean, it was that tent was filled. Fold, 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 by members of the community who are obviously there because they're concerned and they wanted to engage with um, with these officials. And it was not talked about at all. Not talked about at all. I mean, I stood up and I asked um, a few other community members as well, asked questions, and one of the questions I asked was, you're here in the murder capital. What is the plan? And, um, yeah, he chose to ignore that question. Sure. It's actually extremely sad that um, when when the people are there, they see what's happening. Uh, there is no solution, and it's 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 very saddening to see that there isn't a solution, or that these people aren't really actioning something. But but you you, you touch on uh, the the fact that you are um, advocating and and spearheading and championing uh, for more resources and essentially a second or a third police station in the Nyange area. Uh, I know that Helen Zilla tweeted in response to your initial tweet about adding a second police station in Nyanga, that it's beyond the city's control and that uh, it lies at the national government. Um, surely this sort of pointing where the, the responsibility lies um, wastes time, um, but one would also argue that it it's just not the national government's decision. It should also lie within the city's control. Absolutely. I mean, the provincial government also has a mandate for community safety. Mm. So for me, you know, Helen Zillan knows that. I still... I still say all the time whenever I get the chance to that I yeah I don't accept that. Also because they've done interventions before where they, where there are areas where crime is really rife. I mean yeah. there was quite a, a you know a huge surge of gang violence in the Cape Flats and they managed to work with the army. The army is a national defense force. That's that's you know that's a national um, entity. And um, I mean when you look at the stats. 
you don't see those areas um, high up anymore. So that means that intervention worked. So for me, in my opinion, I, you know, I, I still say it, it, there's just no political will, mm. really. You are currently trying to, to bolster community engagement through your petition, uh, which has yeah. received coverage from community newspapers, mainstream media, and the goal is to obtain about 5,000 signatures. How many um, are you currently on? And uh, taking a look at this petition and uh, getting this on, on the tables and in the minds of the people who make the decisions, what are some of the challenges that you are facing currently? Um, I mean, I think the first thing for me uh, to highlight is the fact that there's always been people. There's 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 always there's been people advocating for for this mm. long before I started the petition. I mean, I started the petition towards the end of the year last year. Um, the Social Justice Coalition and Equal Education um, have a court case um, in the Equality Court um, around the same issue. Um, there there was an investigation that was done like three four years ago. There was you know presentations have been made to the parliamentary committee. So there's been a lot of talk around this issue of under resourcing and and the police station. So what I'm doing is not is really not not new. Mm-hmm. I just thought I would try to add um, and make some noise around around the issue. So some of the challenges, I think, for me, um, because it's something that I was doing um, uh, mostly online, a um, from that online perspective was the fact that, you know, people um, can be outraged online, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera, but they, ne- they hardly put their... Um, their signatures where their mouths are. Mm. Um, So you'll get, I mean, I've I've been working with a number of organizations who have been helping me um, from the online perspective to get it out out there. It's it's a challenge. Um, And secondly, I've also been working with two organizations who who are working in Nyanga, one in, called Africa Unite and the other Project Demo. Um, we've arranged community engagements and we've tried to kind of get like multi-stakeholder p- uh, panels of, of people who mm. the community can engage with around, you know, coming to a, a, um, a space where uh, the community is really kind of finding some direction of, of holding this on their own. I must say it's been very challenging um, because primarily people, are, I guess, they're skeptical because mm. nothing ever happens. I mean, there was a march in Nyanga on April 27th last year. Thousands of community members came out, um, and this was one of the things that they were petitioning, uh, you know, that they were marching against, this issue of um, under-resourcing of the police station and the rise of crime in the area. And, you know, nothing came of that. Uh, You know, so people are just a little bit skeptical that, they, you know, they're not heard. Mm. But um, I've had interesting um, interactions with um, community structures, not only just in Yanga, in Kailicha as well. I'm meeting with Social Justice Coalition yeah. on Monday to see how we can take this forward. I will be meeting with the Nyanga Youth Desk 
um, which is a group of young people who are active in the community, to see how um, we can push this forward. Um, we've also done, um, through Africa Unite, we've collected physical signatures in the in the community as well. So I would like to grow that a little bit more because for me, I think the signatures that would mean the most are the ones that are coming from the community. The people, yeah. Um, yeah, from the people in that community. What I was trying to do online was really just to get word out there and and trying to get media attention to to the issue mm. that you know we live in a world class city. Um, you know, one half of the city lives comfortably, and then the other just you know just scrapes by. You mentioned the, the online side, and that's one way of doing things. But essentially, that is not enough, and that's why you are pushing to get um, the people in the community involved. But you also said that um, Nyanga uh, needs to um, or can't hold this responsibility on the on its own. We need to look at the they bigger community. Run. Yeah. Mm. Yeah, no, they can't. I mean, um, you see and hear Helen Zeller a lot um, going on about people of Nyanga should help themselves and, mm. um, you know, and, you know, it's concerning that leaders are saying those things when it's clear that some communities are struggling um, and the city has resources and interventions. I mean, if there's a drug and alcohol problem, they should be able to um, to engage with the community and see how to assist with that. Um, yes, the community has a responsibility too, but I think, you know, um, people can't rehab themselves. Mm. If we look yeah. at uh, community activism as a whole, would you say that uh, we are lacking in South Africa or do you think it's a case of people just get uh, demotivated um, seeing as their, their actions aren't really um, taken seriously or implemented? Uh, fortunately, I, I get to work uh, I mean, part of why I felt brave enough to actually even start the petition was because of the organization that I work for, um, Activate Change Drivers, which is a network of 2,000 young South Africans across the country who are doing amazing, fearless things in, mm. you know, in their communities. I think um, there are a lot of young people, there are a lot of, I mean, through, through Activate, I get to interact with a lot of other organizations. There is a lot of work that um, young people are doing in their communities. It's it's amazing, you know, young people who have nothing, no resources in most cases, but are doing really, really great work. But I think it's really, a lot of the time, it's not well-received, it's not recognized, and there's always, um, I think South Africa, more than anything, doesn't know what to do with young people or people who are not, politically affiliated or mm. people who just who have no agenda who just want to do good because often people will ask why are you here what are you getting for this they just they don't understand that you know you just you want to give back you want to do because you can mm. you are tuned into cape talk it's about 26 minutes past 12 o'clock we're we talking about uh, or rather talking with Nalissa. she is petitioning for another police station in Nyanga and it's been a, a cause like you mentioned Nalissa, that's been f- fought for over uh, the last few years it's been um, I think the fifth consecutive year that it is the murder capital of South Africa yeah. um, taking a look at the whole idea and the concept of a satellite police station um, now this is a, a something I'm not often or I'm not that um, informed about so I, I read that there was a satellite police station erected in Brown's farm but um, that still not uh, that has still not basically solved the issue in Nyanga. How does a satellite radio sta- um, police station differ from a normal police station? 
Well, um, I'm not an expert, but um, from what I do know is that um, a satellite police station can't do investigations like a normal police station. So that means that that satellite police stations can certainly, you know, people can go there and report crimes, yeah. but all of those cases have now have to be report have to be referred to back to Nyanga oh. um, for investigation. And secondly, it, a satellite police station is limited in capacity. They can't have more than 60 police officers, if I remember correctly. Mm. So it is limited in capacity. Yes, I guess on, on, on one hand, it, it can be a deterrent and it can, you know, make, I mean, they can patrol in the area, which is, you know, it is better than the fact that there was nothing before. But the challenge with referring cases back to Nyanga, for example, is that in Nyanga, the investigation units don't sit there. Mm. The sexual offenses unit sits in Mitchell's Plain. Uh, You live in Cape Town, so you know if the police station is in Nyanga and the investigation unit is in Cape Town, the distance um, and and what that probably means. The second um, unit... Um, the detectives, some of them sit in another municipal building in, in Old Crossroads in Younger. So it's a challenge. So for me, I mean, I'm, it's going to be interesting for this year's stats when they come out. I can almost imagine that the numbers will still be the same. remain high. Mm. Primarily because people are reporting more. Mm. We, yeah, so so it's good, but it's also not enough. Yeah. We we have a caller on the line, Sabu from Nyanga, who has a question for you. Good morning, Sabu. Yes, good morning. How are you doing? Yes. I'm well yourself. I'm good, thanks. Thanks for phoning. And you have a question for Nalesa. Yes, I do. Okay, as somebody uh, who's working, a, well, who's trying to make a contribution, I was just asking, um, have you done the basic thing of uh, going to check in the police station, the, yeah, the Nyanga police station? What, uh, they have checked their records of arrest. Like how many people they arrest for murder, for instance? Since you say it's been, well, it is a murder capital of South Africa. Mm. Have you done like the checking to see how many murder people, like people, they arrest? Like they say, like they say, like a weekend. I, I'm sorry. Can you just rephrase the question? I'm not sure I'm gathering. Um, okay. Like every, yeah, sorry. Mm. Like every weekend, mostly, or like maybe a week. I'm sure the police keep record of whom they arrest, like what what mm. crime they've committed and stuff like that, right? Mm. So. Has she checked, like, you know, whom, whom do they arrest? You know, check their statistics. Whom, do they arrest a lot of murderers or do they arrest a lot of drunken people? What, what, what? And I say this because I was arrested a couple of weeks just before uh, the president was down here. I came to visit Nyanga Station recently. Mm. And while I was there, it was not a lot of murderers that were arrested. Police that weekend, when the president was going to visit, they were busy in Nyanga, and they were arresting people for possession of what Dakar. People who were full in prison. It was people who were shipping owners and stuff, and there were people who were a couple of people who were in for possession of tick. But it was largely people who were like shipping owners, mm. and only like one person for murder, but like, and it was an old murder. Yeah. Okay. So yeah. Do you guys a question? Yes, I do. Uh, Nalissa, do you have any any comment on this? I think it basically feeds into the fact that um, the priority um, essentially 
one would imagine needs to lie on on murders um, in Nyanga, not necessarily on crimes like possession, especially seeing as the police station is under-resourced. Yeah, I think, um, uh, you know, I I, I get Wu's point, um, but also at the same time, the stats are not mine in terms of, um, uh, you know, how many people get arrested um, the, for murders. Those deaths are from, are from the Ministry of yeah. Police. Um, and secondly, I mean, I think Smooth's comment speaks to exactly what uh, we've been talking about around under-resourcing. Yeah. Obviously, there's so much that's happening in the community that um, the police can't get to everything. And that speaks to the heart of the problem. If there's a murder issue, surely then there should be enough police to go out there and arrest mm. those murderers, I um, so to speak. So I think, yeah, in a, in a maybe phrased in a different way, he's really speaking to, to the same thing that we're speaking to as well. Yeah, um, it, it definitely touches, as you mentioned, on the, the under-resourcing of, of the police unit. Um, but you, you are busy with a petition and you said you are pushing this online. Um, we are talking about the crime crisis in Nyanga. If someone is sitting at home and they actually do uh, want to sign this, uh, where can they do that? Um, and, and where can they find out more about um, everything you are involved with in the Nyanga community? Um, well, they can um, go online um, to sign the petition. Um, it's uh, it's on um, it's on it's via um, Amanda dot um, online petition portal, which is awetu dot Amanda dot and they'll find the petition there. Um, so yeah, so it's easy to sign. I mean, it it took me less than five minutes to mm. set it up. It's takes less to, to actually sign it. Mm. Well, we have just tweeted the details if you um, want to go sign your name. We actually have a follow-up question from Subu. Hey, Subu. Yeah. yeah. No, it was actually a comment. <clears throat> I just wanted to... Yeah, she was saying that uh, the staff are from... Uh, what? Are from uh, Pretoria and whatever, you, central government. I'm saying no, but surely the, the police themselves, they must... They, I'm sure they keep a record of whom they've arrested in a weekend mm. or like in a week. And I'm sure, I don't, I don't know, I may be talking crap here, but like I'm sure that those stats should be available of like whom they've arrested. But then again, I was actually, I was being polite. Basically, I was, the statement is, I just find that the police, they keep quiet. And when there's a complaint like that, there's a president who's going to be coming down or whatever's going to be happening, then they get busy and they, and they catch the easy victims. Yeah. And they leave the actual crime. That's what I'm saying. Mm. This is done, you know. So I, what I'm saying is maybe we don't necessarily need a second police station. We need police to actually do their job. Mm. That's basically what I'm saying. Mm. They're not doing their job. Yeah. Thank you very much for your, your comment. Um, and is there anything to add on that? Yeah, I think it's a comment. I have interacted with um, with the member uh, with uh, with the members of of the police station there. Um, uh, yeah, I I I wouldn't go as far as calling them lazy. Mm. Um, I think for me, it still speaks to the crux of the fact that um, crime is an issue in the area. Um, uh, the the police service may not be the most 
perfect of people, to say the least. But I think um, we can't. We can't write off the need for more resources there mm. uh, with, by saying people are not doing their jobs. Mm. I mean, by, for the mere fact that they are stats to report on younger, that means that some work is being done there. Yeah. Well, it was very insightful chatting to you, and I, I really hope um, this is something that the people who are making the decisions, if it's lying with um, Western Cape government or national government, that this um, is something they look into and they actually implement uh, more resources uh, to that. Thanks so much, Nalissa, for chatting to us, and, and best of luck. Thanks for having me. Thank you, Philip.